Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. that we have some of our untethered sisters here to cheer on Laurel uh, today. That's just so awesome. Pam, you showed up to this conversation, um, you know, last week, the same time and place. And you just did absolutely phenomenal just being so vulnerable, sharing your story. Um, And Jen is still a story that we need to tell. So trust me, I'm going to be chasing chasing her down. Um, No pun intended, Jen, with the chase thing. So anyway... (laughs) Moving on, I am just so delighted to have this conversation with you today. Um, As you know, this week I've been taking you on what I've called just an untethered adventure and just really sharing the snippets of this work and the power of this work, you know, um, to just start to have it be able to resonate with you with what's possible for you too. And again, you can learn so much by just sitting with us and having these conversations with us. Um, And then for those of you who are ready to do this deeper work, of course, the invitation for you right now is to apply and to have that discovery call with me. So we'll be talking more about that in a minute. Um, But first of all, I'm going to introduce you to our beautiful Laurel. She is here with us. You guys have seen her uh, likely before if you've been with me for a while because I have brought her on to do interviews about the cleansing circle, <laughs> about Fiercely Empowered Mama. I mean, I think we did a couple of cleansing circle ones. Yes, so this is not her first time, but this is the biggest conversation that she's ever had uh, doing a live with me. And so I know that's where the nerves are coming from because this is this is a harder thing to articulate the types of transformations that she's experienced and that I've been witness to her um, having this, this incredible growth. So evolution. So anyway, tell us about you. What do you want them to know about you, like from like a high level view? Like like my story? Yeah, let's just give them like, little snippets of your story. Like pretend they don't know anything about you. Actually, I'll do this for you. Yeah, I'll do, do this, for you. this for you. <laughs> <laughs> I still look nice. Okay, let me actually tell you the story of how Laurel and I actually came to be um, in this relationship. So um, it was the first Fiercely Empowered Mama launch, and she was someone who had reached out to me from like a a local, uh, you know, online parent group, and she had saw a post that I did about Femme, and she was really, really curious about it, but also like there was a lot of resistance. Like I think you were probably thinking something like, does this, this seems too skeptical. Yeah, skeptical. That's the best word. Yeah. you know, I spend, you know, time on the phone, which I don't do for most people just read about it and they sign up, but she wanted to have a phone call. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll talk to you about this. No problem. So I share with her and she's like, okay, I'm going to think about it. I'm like, what's there to think about? Like, this is, you know, this sounds like exactly what you need right now in your life. And so anyway, she said yes to Fiercely Empowered Mama, which was so awesome because she instantly was like 
in the work and like you could just tell that she was having these aha moments and connecting the dots and like things were just firing for her and so it wasn't too much longer that you that she scheduled to do one-on-one naturopathic care for me uh with me and so we started to work with each other one-on-one and then i was working with her son and then i was working with her parents and then it's just like been this like, real yeah <laughs> my friends yes it's just been a beautiful experience and so um, from that place, she then learned about the cleansing circle. And so was, you know, I'm signing up for that. I'm going to do that. And so she had heard me, she was one of the first to hear about the first Untether launch before it was even launched, like months before. And so she, you know, kind of just planted the seed, no expectation, of course. Um, but me knowing in my heart that this was the next step for her because everything else that she was just doing, she was stepping into, she was owning it. And we were seeing massive, massive results. And so I knew like, you can only do so much working in the physical plane. That's only gonna take you so far because it's not the thing, right? Like it's one thing. There's a huge whole umbrella that she needed to tap into yet. So anyway, so why, so let's just reset that. So why were you even coming to see me for naturopathic care? Like why were you coming to do that one-on-one work? Just so they get an idea of like what you were dealing with. I was at a point of desperation. I, (laughs) I was completely desperate. I had been in a car accident uh, five years prior, and uh, along with a couple other injuries, my most, my biggest injury, and was lasting the longest, was a traumatic brain injury. And you know, after the accident, I spent like five months in bed. I was, I was truly debilitated. I couldn't be around uh, lights, people, sound. Um, if I would get into fluorescent lights or LED lights for even like five to ten minutes that could send me into two weeks of being stuck in a dark room with earplugs on poor balance throwing up blurry vision just not totally not functional and so I was working with so many different modalities and going to so many different doctors Mm -hmm. and doing so many therapies for five years and I was working my butt off what year was the accident 2014 so 2014 so she meets me in 20 18. 19. Was it 19? Oh, yeah. okay. Five years. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Okay. So, so sorry. I was like working so hard, but just at a snail's pace and I would measure, uh, yeah. improvement in like six months blocks, sometimes year blocks. Yes. And, um, so by the time this came around, I saw it and I, well, and then that wasn't even, so then I had that. And then I had this insanely horrible pregnancy that was Yes. Really, really hard. Yes. And then I ended up with a surgery that I reacted to the materials with, and it just, I couldn't heal from it, and it mm-hmm. actually made the site a thousand times worse. Mm-hmm. And so then I had a replacement surgery that yeah. tried to fix it, yes. and then I had another reaction to the new type of materials. So we're talking about a pelvic floor tell story. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you said it. I, said, I mean, <laughs> I think it's so important to understand now yeah. and doing the untethered work. We are talking about you needing to be grounded, and now our whole bottom, we are working on. Yeah, it was. It was from the burn. The, yeah. Yeah. It was awful. Awful. Like I, I couldn't. I didn't go on a walk until ten months postpartum. I couldn't yeah. go on a walk, and I think this story in it itself was, deserves a whole. You know, a whole class, you know, when you're ready for that one. (laughs) Because me coming into it at that time, it's like, oh, dear. I couldn't sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was awful. And so on top of that, I am 
you know, taking care of a newborn that is going nuts. Yeah. Like, it's very stressed too because I am not functioning well. Yes. And I didn't have, we don't live around family. We don't have a lot of support. And then like maybe my family members were going through tons of stuff. Yes. Like my mom yes. couldn't come to, to my yeah. aid because yes. she was going through chemo treatments yes. and was being hospitalized yes. right and left. And yes. then my dad and then another big family member. So it's like, it was a lone show. I felt like my husband's incredible, but he, he had to work. Yes. And so um, I got to this bottom point where I just felt in my soul that it could not, like, I cannot live like this. Mm -hmm. And I will do whatever it takes mm -hmm. to turn this around because it just can't continue like this, mm -hmm. period. And so I never make New Year's resolutions, but I did in 2019. And, and I decided, like... I'm going to be vibrant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was what I was going to work with. Mm -hmm. And I saw her course and I jumped into it and I was really impressed with it. The so Fiercely we were, Empowered Mama course yeah. she's talking about. And then I, and I was so impressed with, with your work there. And so working with you just on the naturopathic end, I was getting in two weeks, I was seeing more improvement than I'd had in six months. And mm -hmm. so I was like, mm-hmm. It just that I trust you as things came up. I like, she did trust me. We've done a lot of stuff. <laughs> I was like, you know, I've tried everything else. Yes. So I found something that worked. And yes. so even the cleansing circle, I never cleansed. I didn't even know what cleansing was. Yes. But you said that it would help. So I was like, well, guess I'm cleansing. <laughs> and it changed my life. Yeah. Huge, um, huge, huge, huge. So she has this, she's seen results. She's learned, she's experiencing muscle testing. She's learning about her body. Uh, through the classes in Fiercely Empowered Mama, and I plant the seed that this untethered is is going to be happening. It's it's my next thing that I'm going to be offering the world because it feels like the most pressing conversation that needs to be had, and I really want people to deepen their relationships with themselves and do the healing that's going to transcend. You know, it's just going to actually take them places. And when you see somebody working as hard as what you see Laura working and just working, 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 I'm like. I have something for you that I know is going to help. I, I know this is going to accelerate things even further. But it's also not my place to say this I is the next thing that for you. Too, yeah. Right? You were not pushy. Not at all. At all. I was that was so helpful. I didn't even actually ask her no. to do it. <laughs> even though, you know, she's coming in pretty routinely, uh, either with a loved one or herself or her kid to to see me in person. And I never brought it up because I really, truly trust that the alignment, people feel it and they're going to lean into it and at least take that first step. So, but what I just learned recently is that when you heard about me talk about the program, something happened inside of you. Do you want to share that? You mentioned it and I immediately knew. Yeah. I did. And and I'm normally, before I was extremely logic, reason-based, and I was extremely skeptical. But you mentioned it and I was just like, when she publishes this, like, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I was really, um, really stressed about money too. Yeah. And because, I mean, all this stuff was very expensive and I wasn't working yes. either. And so, so it, was a, it was a lot of investment. But I was like, it doesn't matter how much it costs, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And um, and as we spoke about it, you said, I can't even remember the full context of the discussion, but you told me, yeah, but like, this is the work that really matters. Yeah. And I was like, I don't understand <laughs> how that's possible. <laughs> yes. Like, I'd had a huge 
success with the physical side yes. and I, I didn't understand, but I trusted you because I built up that yes. trust. And so if you said that somehow this would be exponentially more impactful than the work that I'd done, I had to do it. Yeah. So she waited a while to apply, by the way. And um, she was probably maybe the fourth or fifth application that came through, but just the way that things lined up, she was one of the first people that I did the discovery call with. And I can remember that day so vividly. It was like this time of year last year. And I had walked to a local park. Um, I was up at a campground. I walked to a, a local park and um, was swinging, talk, doing our yeah. discovery mm-hmm. call together. Yeah, I remember. And, you know, it was just like you like it's just one of those things where you knew that she was gonna say like you knew that this was for her but she needed that logic I need the phone call. she needed the phone call <laughs> she needed to like talk it through um what made you just trust that like what do you think it was that just trust that do you think you were still kind of just desperate or do you think it was bigger than that at that point no i knew it there yeah. was something deep in me that i couldn't explain yes. that i knew it yeah and um and then in conversation what helped me was when you said how much impact you could have on all those around you. And she yeah. says, yeah, all this chaos you're experiencing, like all this, these difficult, this heaviness mm-hmm. with, you know, with what your mom's going through, with what you're going through, with yeah. what, you know, my son and everything. Um, where was I going with this? That, that it would impact everybody around you. <laughs> right. Like, and I was like, okay, right. I could feel a little more yes. justified in yes. doing it. And, yes. And, um. But did it make sense to you when I said that? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, this like, is like his stuff doesn't matter. Everything sense. that you said, like most of the work that really matters. I'm like, oh, all right. I just love that. <laughs> um, I mean, this is this is awesome. So it doesn't make sense, you guys. Like this, this, these, this lean in, right? Like if you're if you're that person that's feeling this lean in, like it's really hard to explain. Um, and I went through the same thing when I signed up for you know my first coaching thing. I'm like, I can't explain this. I can't justify this logically. And this is just what I need to do. And guess what? That's literally how I make every single business decision that I make. Um, and it comes from a place of, I'm going to go tune into this. I'm going to go sit with this. It's not a strategy thing. It's literally an energy thing. And that's how I show up because so much because of how I showed up to that first big thing that I was called to do, even though I couldn't explain why I was supposed to do that. It was like totally my medicine. And it was yours too. So she she was the first person to say yes, which absolutely starts to set that tone and that stage for what that container is because I truly believe that the the women showing up to the circle all are getting some medicine from each other and they're they're part of giving that medicine they're part of receiving it and so it's just really just this incredible compound effect of us doing this work in a container even though we're not we're doing it virtually but we're still energetically connected to knowing this work that we're doing and knowing what we're going for so you did that so as part of this work together, we start doing phone calls. And uh, you have one one phone call with me a month, and then there's a, a lot of other things added in it. But what was the first thing that we worked on with you? What was like that first that first thing that we got to do together? Uh, resentment. Ooh, we tell me more. Resentment. <laughs> um, so, right? So like pregnancy was a mess. Yes. Postpartum was a hot mess. Yes. And I was drowning, and um, I really, really, she said, like, so what, describe your perfect day. And and I described it, but then it was in the future, and I didn't even realize that she's like, well, but that's not, you just described something that's in the future, like, why, why don't you feel like you can have that now? Like, mm-hmm. what's, what's impeding you from, yes. from feeling, like, full joy? And I'm like, well, to be honest, I'm like, 
I'm really struggling with my son. Like, I want to be, I want to appreciate him and mm-hmm. I want to be so grateful mm-hmm. for this gift I've received, but I am drowning mm-hmm. and I, I didn't have the, I, I was so in denial that yes. I had, you, you helped me understand that resentment was present and I was so almost guilty at this idea, um, that I was resentful of my son, like how awful that sounded to me. I didn't want that. Yeah. And so I was just, I'm going to think positive. Yes. I'm going to be grateful. I'm so grateful. Just thinking all the positives in my situation. Yes. Yes. And, um, and so just really acknowledging that, that I was, I was feeling resentful. And then as you helped me heal that relationship and to, to heal that feeling more than mm-hmm. anything else, that emotional pain. Yes. And through that, it had this beautiful domino effect onto him. It was almost, it was immediate. Yeah. Like my husband didn't recognize him the next yes. morning. I remember he was that. like, Hey buddy, are you okay? Like, because he was so calm and he was so like chilled out. Yes. And he was just playing in his high chair, which he literally never did. Yes. And he was almost like, he was real thrown. My husband was confused. And I was like, so, you know, remember I had that call with Tanya last night? So I did. I was working with what she told me. And um, it was an immediate change with my son. And our relationship just shifted. And it was so beautiful to see him be able to become more who he is, yes. too. Yes. So that was awesome. So, but then. Can I pause yeah. for a second? So a couple of things here. There's so often times that we resist seeing what's there, right? And we're, in this case, resisting being able to be willing to see the resentment that was there because it's hard. Like some of these things are like hard for us to see in ourselves. Like we don't want to see that part of ourselves and we don't want to associate ourselves with that, especially when it's coming down to, right, like every mother is should feel so grateful for her child and there should be no resentment in the room right but like you just also heard the hell that she went through with all of that and the hell that she was in the entire pregnancy and and all of that so there was just a and, and she didn't have the tools right to reach for a higher truth, to to expand this, to see more options. She was just surviving. She was just muscling through. Yeah, surviving is the perfect way. And so whatever we resist like that persists. And we continue to see more of it and more of it and more of it. And we just get hammered with it. And so the first step that we do to set ourselves free from this is have acceptance. And the minute that we have acceptance about what is the minute that we have more choices and that's exactly you know what transpired here is like we literally did that work and then what happened is so profound and it's so available to all of us which is immediately she shifted yeah. the entire energy in her home because no longer was she sending out these vibes of chaos and confusion right and so take like just rechanging that and our littles um, are such our sponges. Like they are the sponges of the home. They they want to. They don't know how else but to absorb what you have going on. Like the umbilical cord. You're the in this weekend, case, is like still right? attached, right? <laughs> so so much of that changed. And I think this was such a powerful first call. I mean, they're all powerful in their own way. But because it it instantly you felt. It was your immediate. power. It was so cool. Yeah. I was like, because you had told me 
a couple months before in one of our naturopathic appointments, like you said, oh, it's just you you don't realize how powerful you are. People just don't realize how powerful. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> powerful. I can do this. Like, like that's not at all what you meant. And I was like, after the first call and applying it, I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to describe, but it is like, yeah, it's so empowering. Mm. You're like, I had, I'm like, I had no idea. I love that. I love that. So walk me through, um, kind of like walk me through. Oh, wait, no, I wait. I oh, yeah. Talk oh, about, yeah. Okay, good. I yeah. still want to babble about something. You babble. <laughs> Just babble. Good. So wait, so one point that I thought was important for me is that I acknowledge this resentment. Mm-hmm. I heal that emotional pain mm-hmm. in the context of my relationship. But then, and I thought that that was the issue. And then suddenly, I became hyper aware of the presence of resentment in so many other facets oh, yeah. of my life. Yes. And I had no clue that I was operating in that energy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even to the point I was doing a therapy. That was a type of massage, and it was, it's nice. It was like, it's relaxing. It's, a, like, it's not a painful therapy. I've done painful therapies. This isn't one of them. And um, this huge realization that I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm even resentful I'm doing this therapy because I don't want to be doing this, yes. right? Because I'm yes. pissed off. Like, why am I still in this? Yes. Like, and so I was working my butt off. To be to heal, but how healing is it that as I do that work, mm-hmm. I'm infusing it with resentment mm-hmm. and anger. Mm-hmm. And so I made the decision. I'm like, I'm putting all this work into yes. it, and then I'm also infusing it with that. Mm-hmm. And I will. I made the decision that in every action of my day, I would only do things with an energy of love and alignment. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize how much I was operating in guilt and obligation. Mm -hmm. And that was something that was present, like, throughout my whole life, right? Mm -hmm. Like, a people pleaser. And and so, every tiny decision in my day, if if it were in a lot, I had to decide, like, do I really Mm want to do this or not? Yes. And if I do want to do this... I'm going to do it with love Mm -hmm. because it's in alignment. Mm -hmm. So I can do this with love. Mm -hmm. But if I can't infuse it with that energy, then I'm not doing it. And that gave me the ability to recognize when I needed to recharge. Yes. When I needed to, when I needed to say no without Mm -hmm. feeling guilty. Mm -hmm. When, and it also gave space for others to step in. Yes. Because a lot of times we feel like I'm the only one that can do this. Mm-hmm. And then seeing, it was another thing that I got was it was so cool to see it play out that you told me if it's in your highest good and if it's truly in alignment, then it's also in the highest yes. good of those around you. And I was yes. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then I was so, I when I, ha- I had this acknowledgement of what I was working with, I was like, no, this is serious. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just. I need to do things mm-hmm. in alignment. Mm-hmm. And I got to see that play out in so many ways of seeing and being able to trust yes. that it genuinely was, even though it didn't appear and you were so weird, worried that this or yes. that would happen, 
it still was, it, it turned out even better. It always does. Because That's, you said no and yes. an enlightened no, yes. right? Yes. I just love that so much. Like, okay, fast forward, right? Like, re, okay, rewind, I should say. Rewind to where we started. And did you hear the wisdom that just came through her? Like, this is the stuff that we're talking about. It's it's A, when we show, when we are in a contract with something energetically, right? Or and or we're choosing something. My gosh, if you're choosing that, show up to that. Right. Show up to that. And that's with our relationships. That's and I thought I was. Our healing. Right. Yes. But <laughs> I genuinely thought I was. Yes. Because you were doing it. You were checking the box of it. I was so checking the box. You were checking the and box. And I consciously, like, yeah. I knew what I was doing. I knew my goal. Yes. I had my vision. I was yes. like, I'll, do, I'll power yep. through. I'll do it. Yep. Yeah. But it's so sneaky. It is. It's real sneaky. Yeah. I, and this That's the thing about this work is as we're going for what we want, as we're going for what we desire, we find those little blind spots or those rocks that we have to turn over and say, Oh, there, there you are. Like this, this is that thing that I wasn't choosing to see. But also when you talk about when you make aligned decisions, um, you know, you guys see different parts of, of my world, right? Not any given time, but like what you see is my aligned action. What you see with a Facebook post, what you see with uh, this live, like this is literally what is like an aligned action. It's not a check the box. It's what like And I was a list maker. Yeah. <laughs> Lists list. are okay if they're, they're an aligned list. <laughs> and so there's a very big difference between what we think we need to do and so we create a whole lot of busyness for ourselves mm -hmm. when actually there is like an aligned thing that you need to do that just doing that thing takes care of those ten other things. And when you do that aligned thing, guess what? We no longer have guilt. We know. I know. I know. You yeah. don't have to guess this, but right. like, you no longer have guilt. You no longer have regret. You don't have worry. You don't have doubt because it's truly the thing that you were supposed to do that's in alignment. Period. And why are you making the list? Is it to feel valuable? Right. Is it checking off the boxes that makes you feel valuable? Right. Or what is that list really serving you right. for? Because if you're not doing it in truly aligned list, right, then you're only telling yourself that you're inadequate. Yeah. Right. Right? Like, mm -hmm. I didn't check off all the boxes. Right. Let me fill up my day of busyness. Let me, you know. Right. It's, right. That's more of an energy of inadequacy. You know, it's, it's um, and we live in such a culture where, like, saying no to things that, that's not in alignment, like, you, people can think, well, that's really selfish. Like, you should do that, and you should do this, and you should do that. But when you do this work, like, you step out of all of those. Like, you don't even feel those energies that are being directed at you possibly. Like, you're just not even in that. It just doesn't exist. Like, you can't even feel any of those things that are, like, trying to shame you. Right. Because you just vibe right out of there. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it's the only way that you can really experience it is by living it. And yeah. when you start to live it, it's like, wow, like, I used to be so susceptible to people making me feel bad for these things. And now I don't even feel that in that way. Right, and it's not like I'm like, right. screw uh -uh. you at all. And in many uh -uh. ways, I didn't change so much of what I was, what activity I was doing, but right. I was infusing it with a whole different energy. Absolutely. So it doesn't mean like, I'm like, peace out. Right, no. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> You're on your own. No, there's nothing selfish about that no. energy. Because it's truly what's best for the other person too, in whatever way. And that can look like a thousand different ways, right? And that's also too what happens is, when we do this work and we make and we show up to those things and we take aligned action, 
we constantly are conditioning ourselves and flexing those perception muscles where we are being exposed to so much more choice. And choice is like what we all want, right? So, okay, before I go on a tangent on choice, um, do you want to move to talking about triggers now? Do you want to talk about that? Or do you want to talk about emotional wounds? They kind of go hand in hand, so I didn't know. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm willing to talk about both of them. Okay, great. That's I like it. So when we talk about triggers, um, you know, obviously, like, is that the best word to describe? I don't know what the what a better word is because trigger is literally we all can relate to what that feels like. We get something happens and we feel it inside of us and we have a response to it, an emotional response to that trigger. And these triggers can be very, very persistent, especially when you ignore them, right? When you try to cover them, try to make them go away, when you try not to like pay attention to them. So talk to me about like, when you identified this whole notion of being triggered and how did that show up in your life? Um, I became aware of, I really appreciated emotional pain in a whole different way, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes. Because when you are, it's very similar to like when you're healing something in your body, you're getting a symptom Yes. and it's making you uncomfortable. And so really it's your body saying like, hey, I need mm-hmm. some help right here. Mm-hmm. Like, and ideally you support it in a way that helps it heal in the way it knows yes. how to heal. Yes. Or... You could just suppress it with pain medicine yes. and, and suppress the symptoms and ignore it. Right. And so I think that that's very much related to on the emotional plane of when you're feeling that emotional pain, it's an invitation. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it's it's your soul saying like, hey, it's a request mm-hmm. to heal. And... That anxiety you're feeling, that depression, that fear, uh, that inadequacy, resentment, anger, um, defensiveness, Mm -hmm. all of that is simply a request Mm -hmm. to be addressed. And it's something that it's it's ready to be released. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't show up if it weren't ready to be released so you have to trust that mm-hmm. and um and ideally you tune into it before you have some catastrophic event that yes. gives you no other choice yes. but to address it and heal it and you know lots of times just like taking a pain med to suppress a symptom we'll do that emotionally and you know, we'll, we'll go on the positive thinking route, yeah. for example, or we'll distract ourselves online. Mm-hmm. We'll tune into Netflix mm-hmm. and do all those things, but understand when you're doing those things and why you're doing those things. So I'm not demonizing Netflix, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But are you using it as avoidance technique? Yeah, a numbing agent. A numbing agent. Yeah. And... If you're getting a persistent emotion, that's re- you're being asked politely to address yes. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's all. 
I love this. See, like, look at this woman sitting next to me just spewing out some serious truth. And the thing that's wrong, the, the problem with that, right, the problem that's, that we're all conditioned to do and we've been conditioned to do since we were born is that where we manifest from is what is beneath that surface. Mm-hmm. And so that's a huge part of the work that we do. It's the positive thinking's great. The vision boards are great. But where we energize and where we manifest from is that subconscious. And that's where we find our limiting beliefs, our blocks, when we find these, these suppressed, these trapped emotions. And the longer these trapped emotions hang on, these energy, it's, it's like attracts like, right? And so when we are holding things of anger and that anger, we just keep putting it back there, putting it back there, putting it back there, like we are attracting more and more, more and more anger to our life. Right. It's, it's like, yeah, hey, yeah, I need it. Yes. I still need it. Yes. I, yes. Right. And so yeah. that was what happened with my son. Yeah. I felt resentment. I thought I was really having trouble yes. with that issue. But the truth was that resentment yeah. was asking to be addressed yes. and healed. And we're not taught, we're not given those tools mm-hmm. in this culture. Mm-hmm. Or in our families, because we're we're operating on a families who are equally yes. struggling, and yes. so so this program and you're just given the tools to heal, and you know at the beginning I needed you to guide me through and hold my hand mm-hmm. and teach them to me, mm-hmm. and I, I need a lot of support with it, but now that you get to the point you can just do it on your own, yes. like you're like oh. Yeah. Okay. This, <laughs> this tool, and then this tool, and then we'll see how that goes, and maybe I'll pull out the mm-hmm. other tool. And um, right, you're like actually healing. You're transforming. So, like when one thing that I notice is different is that you know I don't know if it ever happened to you that some memory would be sparked about mm. something, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you suddenly find yourself. Go, you know, yes. going through that scenario, yes. and you're in it, yes. and you're experiencing all the anxiety yes. and the, you know, all the emotions of it, and you are stuck in that moment. Mm-hmm. And um, or you have like a lot of resentment towards a certain person for having done something mm-hmm. that was really shitty mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, and you're like, I can never, for- yes, I can never forgive because that will never be okay. You yes. talk to me about forgiveness, I, I, I can't forget, and that's not going to be okay. I can't yes. consent to that. And so, frankly, we use forgiveness work, but it's like a whole different type of forgiveness right. work. It's not about condoning. It's about recognizing that you're tied to this mm-hmm. this wound and you're reliving it, mm-hmm. even though it happened back then. Mm-hmm. And so it, it needs to be healed. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, and th- that can happen in a matter of a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm wounds that have been there for so long and that was something yes. that was so incredible it's so huge it's like what we don't realize is that holding on to these memories and these wounds and these these ways it's it's really hurting ourselves in this present moment and therefore it's having that ripple effect of hurting those around us yeah like so it that's where we go back to it's, it's our responsibility to do the forgiveness work in this way or to Rechange that memory, right? Which is so much of what mm-hmm. we do the reprogramming, the rewiring, um, so that we're it's not haunting us anymore in that same way. So we're not having a physical response to it anymore. So we're not continuing to taunt ourselves with that. It's like 
And it's not like it's totally forgotten either. It's just changed. You suddenly change your relationship to it. Suddenly it becomes, it literally is transformed. Like that pain is transformed to something more neutral. Yes. And then from there, in many cases, sometimes it's just enough to heal it. Yes. But then from there, miraculously, you can get gratitude. (laughs) (laughs) Like like a lesson appears that you're like so deeply grateful for. Yes. And I'm like... Never saw that coming. Yes. Like, I thought I'd never be okay with that one. Yes. And now suddenly I'm like, I am so grateful. Yes. It's not like I'm a rug, you can walk all over me, do that again. Kind of like, please. No, like, I'm genuinely grateful for that lesson and and what that gave to me Mm -hmm. and and how I can move forward and how that healed me to move forward into my life. It's so powerful. I, ah, I love that so much. Yes, yes, yes. So what was a trigger for you? Do you have a trigger that you wanted to talk about specifically? I can't think of one in particular. Okay. One, I mean, one was a memory with a, um, I mean, I had a, a close family member that I just was struggling with, but mm. you know, you gotta, you know, you, it's not like you can write them out of your life. Yeah. And so there, I had a whole laundry list of things yes. that just were not, I was not okay with, and I tried to fix it at mm-hmm. a conscious level. Yeah. And, um, it's hard to fix things on a conscious yeah, level and, and it didn't work. That's, that's so much of what we talk about. It's like the tools that we have. Yeah. Like there's so much stuff about how to have a difficult conversation, Yeah, but like, this is so much bigger than that human to human because human to human, you got ego to essence or ego to ego. And that's a problem. Like you're, that person's not going to hear what you have to say. No. And so the work that we do is way beyond that. And really recognizing that this trigger, right? Like this trigger is an opportunity for you to heal what's in you. And these, tr- these messages will come through and we talked about it, you know, earlier, it's just like, it'll be so, it can be so persistent in asking to be healed. And and just like be so annoying that, like she said earlier, like just do it while you're there because what you don't want to happen is to be put in what I call a timeout, right? Like when you just keep ignoring it, yeah, I'll get to you later, I'll get to you later. And then like something happens where you're literally like stopped in your tracks, right? Like life stops and we're like, okay, I guess I need to deal with that thing now that I've been putting off for, for a long time. And when I healed that issue, when I healed those wounds related to that person, I thought it was related to that person. Yeah. So, like our relationship shifted and it was awesome. Like, <laughs> we give people so little credit awesome. too. Like we write them off and think, yeah. you know, like, well, they're never going to change. But really, we have so much power in changing the energy of that container that can radically shift the energy of that relationship. You have way more influence. Way than more influence. What you I mean, think. it's absolutely, oh, I just love that. Love that so much. So, okay, let's go into. Um, you just kind of like, let's talk about just like your overarching like umbrella of stepping into this work and just like kind of like all the things that you, like the, the main shifts that you're working with um, under that whole regeneration. So when I started working with you, yeah, even the naturopathic sense, my goal was to recover. I wanted to get back to where I was before the accident, to to feel like I did, to have that life that I loved, um, enjoy the things that I loved, and um, that was my goal. I'd have settled for 
80 to 90% recovery. Like, if I can just get there, I'm, I'm golden. Mm-hmm. And um, through this work, I've come to a place where if you gave me the opportunity to go back, I wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. I, don't want, I don't want to recover. I don't want to recover that life mm-hmm. or who I was because... Through this work, I have tapped into something much more powerful and authentic and purposeful Mm -hmm. than I ever felt before. And I have access to so much more joy and faith Mm -hmm. and peace and empowerment than I was aware that I could. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm at a certain level and a certain capacity right now that I wasn't even aware of before. Mm-hmm. And I know as I just keep expanding, like literally like in a month from now, like last month, I'm like, I'm a different <laughs> person. Yes. And um, so, yeah, it's I'm, it's uh, it's so right, a faith that this is this is, you know, it sounds like. Okay, it's happening for you, not for me, not to me. And you're like, okay, I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. I literally, like, in the beginning, I was like, I'm not a victim. I'd be driving down to, like, awful, like, my kids scream in the background, I'm not a victim, I'm not a victim. I'm like, um, so I was, didn't really, didn't really take on your, Mm -hmm. you know, at first because it's, it's a process, right? But, like, once you tap into it, you're just like, I want more of that. Yes. Yes. It's so much more expansive. Yes. It's amazing. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's, that's literally when I say I want this for everybody. It's like, that is what I want because once you step into that and then you, and then you feel it and then, and then you just want to keep increasing your capacity to feel it longer and to hold it and to do more with it and to gift it. And, you know, and like, we, we don't know quite what your purpose here is on life. Right. But where she is right now is really thriving in your roles that you have. And you're thriving in this in this place of of understanding like I I can't explain it, but perhaps I'm here to expand consciousness because that seems to be what comes innate to me right now. Like, you know, like I'm having conversations with people, I'm having conversations with my family, I'm I'm talking about these these things. I mean, you and your husband are like the power couple of, you know, 2020, 2019 and 2020. I mean, I mean, you guys are just doing this work together and it's like you are just boom, 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 just having these wins. And even though it doesn't look like the way that we think it might look like, right? Like, it's no, looking, it's way better. It's way better. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's way better. Right. Ah, like we yeah. talked about it recently and we're like, 2020 has been an interesting year. Yes. And I'm not going to like discredit any pain that anybody's feeling. So don't go yeah. there. But as like in our relationship and in our like the way that we feel, um, in our perception, we're like, damn, 2020's like our best year. Yeah. Like, yeah. How is that possible? Yes. In the midst of a global pandemic, yes. I feel more empowered and more excited yes. about my health than I ever have before. And I have more faith and hope mm-hmm. in right in in the world in and the in world in the future and all the yes mm-hmm. it's that's the thing it's like not having these tools not having this work not having you know these this awareness it's like 
you would may want to like just go hide out somewhere, right? Like just go get away from this hideout or focus on the doom and gloom. And it's like, but when you are embodying this energy, like you can still be calling like, in some really epic stuff. Like the universe hasn't turned off. It doesn't stop delivering, right? Like you guys have, we don't have to talk about details, but like you guys have done the impossible with just really big ideas in a time where they shouldn't have happened. Right. But they're happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, my husband got this amazing. <laughs> so my husband started working. Did we say that? No. This? No, okay. So um, my husband saw all these shifts that I was experiencing, and he was like, I want some of this. <laughs> And he got some. It has been amazing to see him and then, like, how we work together on it. And it's just so cool. They get up every morning and they do their entire daily process. Like, they, like, (laughs) do it. Like, they reread the books. They read intuitively. Like, they they set their desires. They hold each other accountable. They write contracts for each other. Like, it's powerful. But it's so fun. It's so fun. We're the happiest we've ever been. And we're so excited for what's coming. Like, it's not work because, like, when we don't do it, we miss it. Exactly. Like, you're like, it feels oh, it's going to be, it's gonna be it's a, like, right, what am I, like, did I not do today? Yeah. But I start my day now, like I used to just wake up and react, right? I'm like, well, let's see what the day brings. I'm going to work, <laughs> work with all I got. Yeah. <laughs> but I start the day on my own terms. I, I start mm-hmm. the day in the driver's seat with yes. purpose and the intention and and the, the feeling that I want. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, it just feels so good to be in the driver's seat. It's, I like again. Once you're there, like you don't want to give that chair, you don't want to yeah. give that seat up, you know. And at first, there's a power struggle, right? Like it's like, it's like back and forth. And then you get you get the hang of it, and you're like, and you have these wins right out of the gates. Like right out of the gates, you start seeing wins, and you start to see how, like you are telling, like you are creating most of the chaos, right? With the stories yes. that we tell yeah. ourselves, with the with the evidence that we go out in the world, and we look for that certain evidence and certain clues to reaffirm our effed up stories that we tell ourselves, right? Like it's just like this this cycle of things. And then when you're like, I'm stepping out of that, I'm telling myself a different story. I'm flexing those muscles. I'm conditioning myself to see different things. Like, and then you start to realize the zillions of possibilities that exist at all times. And it's not black and white. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like, it, it, it's just like, okay, we, we're going to keep going. All right. We're going to keep going. So um, let's talk about the retreat. Was awesome. <laughs> so one of the things that Laurel had said recently was like, I am such a different person now than from even the retreat. Okay. So like so many different shifts that you've experienced from the retreat, yeah. the retreat was just kind of like this turning another like little turning point for you in the journey. Um, there were so many times in the retreat where she's so adorable. She would be like, am I self-sabotaging right now? Like, am I, I like, like, I'm a migraine. And I was just like, <laughs> she would, she would keep having like little mini healing crisis during this work and bless your heart. Cause you stuck with it. And you showed up and you would constantly be clearing, healing, moving through these epic shifts, like before my eyes. Um, And the thing, just pausing on the self-sabotage thing, like, I know that's something that you're like so tuned into uh, in Mm -hmm. terms of, uh, you know, it's like, we don't, like, it's not like you or the, the universe is out to get you, right? It's just literally like what's trying to happen is bring you back down to your comfort zone. And actually living in a place of this joy and this peace and this calm, like all this stuff, like that's 
actually more uncomfortable than what was comfortable, which is chaos. And so she would just be checking in, like, am I self-sabotaging? She wasn't. She was just, like, retracing, healing, like, doing some other cool stuff. I was doing work. (laughs) She was doing work. So um, talk to me about, like, you know, there's a reason that I chose Montana for this first, you know, the untethered one, right? So, like, eventually there'll be an untethered for the alumni uh, to go someplace else. But there's a reason for Montana. (laughs) A reason for Montana. I know. I'm trying. Um, That we have it there because... (laughs) I had such personal epic shifts in the same setting and I want, and, and it was just like I this knowing, this trust that I am to come back here and bring others with me. And so that's what, that was my assignment. And I said yes to that assignment and we did that and we're coming back to do it again. And so we, we add in different healers that are working with us in different aspects. And so what was your your Montana magic moment or your yeah. magical Montana moment, however I call it? Yes. A lot of M's yes. regardless. <laughs> um, it was working with the horses. Yeah. Tell us more. Well, I was real excited to go to the arena because I was like, so excited we're going to we're going to ride some horses and you're like we're not going to ride horses and I'm like what the heck are we going to do with these horses <laughs> and like we get there and it's kind of like there's an air of like skeptical like what the heck are we doing here? Uh-huh. and then like when we all left we were like that was so cool yes. Yes. we all felt the different shifts so um there was like a series of really amazing activities but um it ended with this. Okay, so the idea that I got from that experience was that our thoughts and our emotions are actually being picked up by the people around us mm-hmm. and unconsciously. Mm-hmm. And so they're reacting to these things, to our con- mm-hmm. unconscious thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, we're reacting to them, and this is this whole hodgepodge of like things flowing in and out and you don't even realize consciously what you're reacting to but they're picking up on your emotions and your thoughts mm-hmm. and I was like well yeah that's like that's a good idea like your thoughts influence reality okay I get that but then I saw it with the horses because they are incredibly perceptive mm-hmm. and they don't have like all this ego <laughs> yeah. going on yeah. and so um, you could just blatantly see in their reactions to you a reaction to your thoughts and it was like yeah the horses called the women out left and right it was like they were so exhausted by the time the energy work (laughs) was done that they're all laying out passed out you know and we could like sit next to them they're just chill because of the energy work that they were doing just like transforming stuff taking stuff like you could just see see that that transformation happening but then in, in real time, you were watching them call out the BS. Yes. And so... Oh, I was sorry about that. Yeah, okay, let sure. Me tell, let yeah. me tell about the walking thing. Okay. So we're, like, one of the activities is that you have to say a, a sentence and really feel it. And like, don't worry, we'll come up with new activities for the next people. So. Oh, my yeah. God. No, 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 okay. no, no, don't share. You should do it. Yes. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be helpful. <laughs> So you have to embody yeah. it, like, right? You have to like really feel it. And so, and the trainer said that if the horse senses that you are genuinely feeling it, then it will walk with you because you're holding it by the, with the bridle. And if it doesn't, it won't 
block. And so there were two horses. There was like this sweet little pony who was so cuddly. And then there was like this, she was like the dominant A female, queen. right? She yeah. was like the alpha female. Yes. And so I was like, I want her because I know she's going to definitely call me out on my shit. Yeah. And so I'm kind of near the end. I wait around to hang out with Michaela the horse and... Right next to her, and I say my sentence, and she would not budge. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I'm like, literally there for like a half hour, saying, saying the sentence. Yes. What do you remember? What your sentence was? Yes. Oh. It was. It was. I am. I am grounded in oh. my intention and power. <laughs> and um. Mind she, you, she's going through healing crisis after healing crisis. Of a brain injury. Of a brain injury. Like, so like kind of barely holding on here. The, the bottom injury. Like, it's like, yeah, you know, like, your whole root chakra. It wasn't so, much grounding. So, so sometimes our circumstances, right? It's just like when you're calling in money, but you're like, you're broke. And so this horse, like if... So the circumstances are irrelevant. It doesn't matter what's in your bank yeah. account. Like that is so irrelevant. Like abundance is one of my favorite things to work on because of that right there. But anyway, it didn't matter her circumstances, the fact that she's not grounded in this time, right? It's that you have to be that to I have it. So powerful. And I had no idea what my intention was. <laughs> so so then she she literally is trying to do this thing with this horse. And you, you're struggling. I, I mean, struggling. Like I ten, struggling. Yeah. ten minutes in, yeah. I'm like, why didn't I choose the teddy bear horse? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, she wouldn't move from the, and even the trainer was like, huh, this is odd. Like, so the trainer would like be kind to me and like start to get the horse moving. And she's like, okay, see your sentence. Like, yeah. And the horse would just stop, stop and start to like, like, like eat at the ground or something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you? <laughs> oh. And so, um, finally, I something clicked, and I felt it, and I said it, and the horse just walked yes. with me. And it, we saw it. Like, it's like you just saw her embody this power in this present moment, even though her circumstances, she had every right to not feel in her power, right? Yeah. But, and the horse moved. But what's even cooler, I think this is a perfect place to say that, is you're doing that now every single day. Thank you. Talk, I mean, sh share just a download that you had just got recently and how you're able to work with your still healing process and hold those vibrations simultaneously. Like, talk about that. That's just amazing. So I, it was like a couple of weeks ago where, like, I've just made leaps and bounds, right, with my, yes. with my stuff. So... But I'm still tying up some loose ends, and I was doing so well one day, and then all of a sudden I started to get, like, my vision started going goofy, my head, like, the migraine came on, and then, like, shoot. Like, I was doing so well, mm -hmm. I was having such a great day, we had so many cool plans, and, like, mm -hmm. what's going to, like, now, yes. like, my plans, like, who knows what's going to happen, am yes. I going to be able to, and, right? So yes. you start getting heavy and, like, oh, this yes. sucks, I'm frustrated. And so I stopped myself and I was like, what if I could like, what if I could tune in to joy instead right now? And it was like literally like dialing into a, 
into a um, like a radio like a radio station, station. Yeah. and I focused on on my heart and I and I focused on a memory of joy and and then I felt it and you know when you feel like just overflowing with gratitude and joy yes. and it just you feel in your heart and it feels expansive yes and and suddenly the pain became neutral it was like it didn't matter whether or not I had this all day or or what happened because it, whether it was present or whether it wasn't it could be alongside me and I could still feel that expansive mm-hmm. joy I was I was good mm-hmm. I was enjoying gratitude and so it's like well, you can hang out with me like you can this pain can be alongside me um and so it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. and with that it just like melted away <laughs> and within just... like 20 minutes I was back at it like, this is something that could have possibly knocked me out yes. for, I don't know, at least half a day. Yes. And, but I tuned into that other thing. And so then recent, so then I've been like, I feel like this is a, a huge tool for me because it just like moves me out of it so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, more than anything else, including the magical naturopathic things that I've yes. learned and added to my toolbox. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. And, um... So she's saying, like, instead of, like, reaching for that homeopathic or reaching for that essential oil or reaching for that that thing to knock it out, she just leveled up because now she's literally transforming that, transforming, yeah, transforming yeah. that energy from a way higher place. And that 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 is exactly what this is all about like these are and you told her that was possible you always yes. give your your example of like oh you're all down the dumps because your boyfriend broke up and then like oh your friend comes over and yes. you're all excited da, 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 yeah. and you should be able to you know like this is about switching vibrations yes. by choice and i'm like yeah yeah, yeah but I, that sounds amazing but <laughs> i don't think you understand my situation yes. let me explain yeah. you know yes but um, I experienced it and, and then I realized when I started to use it more and more, then pain came up and I'm like, I'm going to knock this out. I'm going to do my little trick and it's going to go away and I'm just going to be skipping along. Um, and it didn't work the same way mm-hmm. because I had to be okay. The, the pain had, couldn't be the bad guy. Yes. I had to be neutral and yeah. I had to be accepting of it mm-hmm. and it's just like it's neutral right you're there you're, you can hang out if you want whatever you want to do and it was that different attitude it's not like I was attacking the pain it's 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 part of the untethered daily process and it's the hardest part of the untethered daily process of what we talk about which is letting go of you know, your grip on the outcome that you want. Yeah. And that's so hard because it's so contradicts, like it's such a paradox of what like mm. we're like, but wait, like we're supposed to focus on this about our energy into this. Focusing yeah. on the results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But like, then, I know what I want. Yeah. No, like yes. But then you let it all go. Like you you let it go in the sense of like you're trusting something way bigger to figure this out for you. And so you just let go and trust that it's gonna be that or it's gonna be better. And the same thing is, is when we grip and we focus our attention on the pain and then we just actually accept the pain, 
We have when we have awareness of the pain, we have acceptance, maybe curiosity of the pain. Like all of those things start to already turn that story around of that pain. Yeah. And it's so like pain is one of the hardest things to do this with because it's pain. Like it's such a distraction in the room. I mean, it's like somebody screaming next to you and you're supposed to meditate, right? Like it's it's so hard. And I would call this serious like mastery level stuff of of mm. doing this work and and I'll, like actually having that response that you had. I mean, that's so powerful and you obviously felt that. Yeah, it's like who knew you had that choice? Yeah. Like I had no idea. Right. Oh, love that so much. Okay, I know, I know. We're we're going on oh, for an right. hour or so so far. Oh. Um, so all right, if you guys have questions specifically, feel free to drop them below. I'd love to address them. Um, so we talked about Montana. Um, you know, is there something more that you want to talk about in terms of like how this work has like what what has change your life most is there an aspect that we haven't covered yet i know we've talked about so many like major (laughs) major moments but is there something else that you feel pulled to share um i would say that i am i'm moving from center now Mm -hmm. i'm moving from alignment Mm -hmm. i'm seeking like i'm using my emotions as signposts as a compass as a compass. Yeah. And um, I'm not moving out of, right? I'm like, I'm not navigating out of guilt, obligation, should, expectation. Yes. I am tuning into something much higher. And and I, I, I mean, we've already touched on it, but I just have to say the effect, the ripple effect that you feel. I'm feeling so much more harmony in my in my home yes but in my extended family as well and somehow this work others feel it and it's contagious and whether they begin to address it consciously like my husband was like sign me up yeah like but people start to react and tune into it yes without a conversation and so our family is so much, our extended family is so much more harmonious Mm -hmm. and um, accepting. And I'm not reacting anymore like I was. I'm sure there are some things. Oh, yeah. But, right? Like, it's a process. I'm not saying, like, right? Like, it never ends. But um, I'm not reacting from old triggers. Right. And if I am, I'm super conscious of it. Yes. And I'm choosing whether I react to it. And that has had this unexpected effect on all those around me and how they interact in the environment too and so and then my friends too yeah like they come to me if if there's like an issue and I'm using these tools also and I'm I'm gifting these tools to them Mm -hmm. and they're getting Mm -hmm. shifts too so it's so cool to see yes to see that. I mean, that's the thing. It's like if somebody does just one of the tool, right? Like you get a little bit of that and you get a little bit of that with this one. You get a little bit of that with just like gratitude, right? Work, right? Like you can see how these things come to play, but like in, as part of being in the untethered sister mind, like you literally build a tool kit and then you can select the best tool for that thing that you're working to clear and you get to play around with these tools and see how it works for you. And if, you know, and if you need to reach for another tool, right? And this isn't about like perfection because mm-hmm. we are human 
And, but what happens differently is Laurel is one of those people that I can have a human moment with, right? Like I can be like, like, WTF. are we venting? Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's so we're vent. venting. We're venting. venting? Yeah. Okay. Oh. And then, and then it's like lasts maybe three minutes and then we're like, okay, so what's the higher truth in this? Like what are, what is actually happening? It's, it's so powerful to have those people in your life where you can actually like pull away the clutter and take a hundred percent responsibility for what is happening and, and see it completely differently. And then all of a sudden you start to see like, actually that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like this crazy thing that happens because we do, we are like, we are human. Like we are still working through stuff, but like you, you now are knowing at the end of the day, like, the fastest way through that mod is to change your perception. Like always is to change your perception of that situation and what went down, right? And I guess that that happens by claiming that 100% responsibility, which can be the hardest part of this journey because the journey doesn't start until we do that. And and we have exercises that we do to actually figure out like where are you still being victim at? And, you know, where is that holding back? some places you are. Like, it's all different areas, yes. right? Like, I'm rocking it here, but I'm... Totally victim here. Not, not willing not to... there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think one thing I want to touch on before you're done is something I, I that we spend time on, too, is talking about our power leaks, is what I call them, and or energy leaks. Do you want to share just about, like, how you've zipped zipped up stuff? And I'm going to just plug this in so we don't lose, lose everybody. Um... So I had, I was completely unaware of how I was, um, like accidentally sabotaging things or spiraling or like getting lost in, you know, an old memory or, and all of those, those trips down the rabbit hole were so draining. Yes. And I wasn't aware of it, like me being so ticked off about this thing or that, you know, yes. about what happened or this trauma or reliving yes. the accident or yes. reliving the court case. Or, yes. You know, like, oh, I had no idea. Or even this whole issue of um, not acting out of alignment, but acting more out of um, obligation and guilt yes. and resentment. Yes. I had no idea how much energy that was like draining from me. Mm-hmm. And when I. I healed what needed to be healed. I just, it freed me up for so much more. Yeah. And I felt so much lighter and I just have so much more capacity um, to do what I really wanted. So it's so interesting. And it's, it's like oftentimes what people say is that they want more time. And it's like, I don't know of any other work in the world that actually gives people more time because what they're really saying is that they want greater capacity you know mm-hmm. what I mean like they want greater capacity they want to be able to also greater sense of freedom a greater right? sense of freedom of not having the same thoughts circle their mind or the same nagging things or the same feelings like they like what they want is a changed experience and a changed energy of how they can show up to it and they just don't know how to t- articulate that because time is really irrelevant in terms of what we're talking about here. Like we're talking about like literally like moving, (laughs) shifting, changing uh, of energy. So anyway, we could like literally talk about this stuff all, all day. What would you say to somebody who was on the fence of submitting an application, but they feel that like pull? Like, do you have any words of wisdom for them? I would say that you have permission to be the best version of yourself. Mm. You have permission to have freedom from these triggers 
and um, pain of the past and pain of the present mm-hmm. and feeling trapped in a given situation or a mm-hmm. given relationship. You have permission to do that, and I'm not giving you that permission because you've always had it, mm-hmm. and it's it's innately yours. And um, but somehow along the way, we've convinced ourselves otherwise. Yes. yes. And so, if you've made it this far through the interview, <laughs> <laughs> listen to me talk about me. <laughs> Probably something's resonated in you. Yes. So, uh, so you're ready. Like you're ready, and and you. you have an opportunity to feel more joy and more faith and more hope and more peace Mm -hmm. and more purpose than you ever have before. And this moment in your life right now has the potential to being the most beautiful that you've ever experienced. And it's only going to get better and better. And so... Mm-hmm. So and you know I know that the investment is is intimidating. It's an it's something to grab onto and, and yes. get really worried about. And um, I'll tell you that every in every capacity that I've worked with Tanya, she's always delivered tenfold. So is it is it worth the the price? Should, no, it's worth much more. <laughs> and it was <laughs> but, going to be this year, but I didn't because it just felt. And it was in true alignment to me to keep it about where we were. And we built in some some other cool things to it. Because, right, like, I I can't tell you what it's going to feel like in this place of your life. I know what it's going to be, right? But I can't, I can't articulate that. Like, it takes that massive amount of faith to say yes to it and not know if it's going to, you know what yeah. I mean? And, like, not know. Like, is this going to be, you know what I mean? But when that's why alignment to me is so key because when I know it is an alignment, I know. Like I know that this work is going to be the exact medicine to take that person leaps and bounds like they've never seen before, right? And like being coachable is obviously a huge factor. Like you have to be, you have willing. To be coachable. You have to be right. coachable. You have to be willing to look at those places that you may not have been willing to look at before. But like when I know that I'm like, I know this is for you because I was there. Like I was there where you were and when I got a taste of what this could feel like like there was no holding me back like I was like give me more give me more give me more but that's why there like there's 11 spots because this work isn't like not everybody's ready yeah because it is work right it's work. like it's it's can be uncomfortable it can be inconvenient it can be those things but the reward from it is like something well, you can't quite explain. honestly, you're dealing with uncomfortable and inconvenient exactly. anyway. True, true, <laughs> true. But it's just a conditioned way, right? right it's yeah. just a conditioned way of dealing with it. And so... And as far as the investment, you know, so I invested in this. And then my husband also invested in an individual mm-hmm. with her. And so that was a scary thing for me because I'm not working. And I felt guilty at the time about it. And um, it's been pretty interesting to see that in one conversation something clicked for my husband and he asked for a raise and it more than let me tell you the program way way (laughs) for itself but if i hadn't have said yes to this neither would he right and nor would he have recognized his capacity right to expand into what right like his possibility he never would have 
Well, right. I mean, that's the whole thing is like when I help people like identify a desire, which is to make more money, right? And it's like a desire. I'm like, we got this. Like it's already done. Like that's my favorite thing to say. Like it's already done. Like this is done, right? Now we just take aligned action and we show up to it in the way that's called. As long as the desire comes from essence. Yeah, as long as and it not comes from, from a lack, like yeah, fear. Exactly. No desperation, no fear on the table. And so it's interesting because in this container, right, like what people want to happen is they're like and, and I I this used to be me, um, which is so not me now. And so it's like freedom. But like what used to be me is well, if I had the money, then I totally would do it. Yeah. So I don't have the money yet, so it's it's just not for me. Right. And like you just shut off like the whole decision making process because like I don't have the money. Well, what actually needs to happen is this is in true alignment with me. I'm I do, like maybe you don't have the money or whatever it is, but like because it's in true alignment, you know you're going to be supported. And I trust that it will yeah. take care of itself if I am willing to take aligned action, yes. release what's not serving me yes. and to tune in. Yes. Um, I guess that's the, the trick, yeah. right? Like right. if, right. And so, I mean, and you don't have to, but you always say like, you don't have to know the how. You don't like, know but the I how. I want to know the how. There's I like the how. You can't know the how. no way of knowing it. Right. It's like, when you do, like now, it's like, I make decisions all the time before it can, before it maybe looks like on paper, like it financially makes sense, but it's an alignment. And I know that in order for that to actually happen, I have to do the big scary thing. Always. Like, I have to do the big scary thing, say yes to that move. Like, I have to move my little chest thing, and then mm-hmm. then I get the response back. It doesn't work the other way. It can, but that's a really slow, painful process of, like... Yeah, so you're, you're like, oh, you're talking from your intellect. You're doing it the hard way, like, Yes, yes. But, like, that's, like, the safe way, right? Like, this, like what feels safe. But it feels it's, safe. It do, it's not actually safe. So there is risk involved sure but again if it's in alignment which is key that's why we do this discovery calls because it's not necessarily in alignment for everybody and that's okay because there's still magic that happens on the discovery call of actually like even knowing what we're even talking about of like how do i how do i access alignment right right exactly that has that has wonderful because like uh, two years ago i would have been like Like, that sounds naive yeah. and, like... Right, right. Right? Like, wasn't ready for it. Right. And that's the thing. It's, like, it's it's not... You have to experience that trust with yourself of doing the big, scary things because you're being called to, because it's an assignment, because it's a nudge, because it's, like, that thing that's telling you to do it and you can't explain why, but it's just you know. And when that all happens, I'm, like, you will be supported. We don't need to know how. There's so many stories of the women on Tether doing things and like they did it without actually knowing like how it was all gonna work out. But guess every single time it works out better than they could have planned it themselves. That's why we just don't even worry about the how. We just take that aligned action. So anyway, woo woo woo. So we have some incredible bonuses that are built into this program that that are yours when you apply before Saturday. So get your application before Saturday. That does not mean that we have to talk. It does not mean you have to sign up. But as long as your application's in before Saturday, then you will have access to these bonuses you when you sign up. I am. So there one, you of, go. one of the uh, uh, bonuses is the Abundance Accelerator. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, there's a lot of favorite things, but it's one of my favorite things because we remove, We're glad you're enthusiastic. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> We tap into those money stories. We tap into those money stories. We start to do some serious money uh, work right out of the gate. 
Or I added in this year, which is another cool one, um, because there's a lot of relationships dysfunctions happening yeah. right now. Um, there's a lot of divorce happening. There's a lot of people separating and uh, just all of that. And so I added in for those that this feels in alignment, a relationships. Um, so cool. Reset. And so it really helps you see like where you are actually creating the dysfunction or the disharmony in the relationship so you can start to take your power back and you know start to really change that so that cool. container and then we also are, have added in um a monthly subscription plan to a custom flower blend so mm. that way they can have that tool to constantly work and clear uh those those energies and so those will be muscle tested uh custom showing up at your door every month as part of the program to just have that another extra tool to keep you you know the really thing about the flower remedies that it's just a different perception. Yes, they clear negative emotions, but they're also flooding your system with these positive virtues. And so it just kind so of helps make the work. Yes, makes, makes the work makes a little bit easier. easier, a little bit easier. Um, so, I mean, and then we also had built in the naturopathic programs because. So excited you're yeah, doing that. I mean, because I was as just you, like, like, as you heal your body, you have way more capacity. And so it's like this really cool. Um, yeah interdependent it is I play I was and, like why aren't I having this in here like this is like my jam these are like two of my jams in here and the yeah the more connected I feel spiritually is always when I am doing yeah. the work here mm-hmm. and vice versa like, I, you I, I heal I have more capacity yeah. so I it's this is easier yes. and then this is easier and then it makes this, this is easier, easier. <laughs> yeah it just goes hand in hand so we built that in there to really help you peel back the layers of your own physical healing which also will allow us to tap in to things um, from a custom place of knowing like, you know, um, your liver um, not only is physically really exhausted um, and lacks, you know, lacks power, um, but also like emotionally, this is like some serious toxic anger that's so old that is inherited. Like we can start to have build in those conversations that Laurel's had with me, but this she did the naturopathic work you know, in addition to doing untethered, and now we made them combined. So that way you can just be fully stepped into the container, working on peeling back the layers of their physical being, which we know that physical things are most of the time emotional. So we're kind of just combining those together. So anyway, there's coaching calls with me, there's live classes, we have guest speakers, there's the container of the sister of the of the sister mind. And then the big thing, right, is like there's the untethered process. There's the untethered toolkit. Like these are all the things. And Hillary is actually stepping in as a mentor this year too. So oh, we can okay. bring – so there's books that are part of our work together. And these books are like pretty power books. Um, and so she's going to be working to help bring that book study more alive in the group. Mm. So to kind of bring some of those messages in. So anyway, there's a whole lot of love and nurturing waiting for you if it's for you. So – Ask me your questions, please, please, please. If you have questions, drop them below for either Laurel or I, and I'd love to be able to answer them. And I really just look forward to knowing if this message resonated with you. Like, what was your big aha moment from this? Um, where are you in this process of work? And of course, if it feel if you feel the pull, I'd love to see your application come through. So, thank you, thank you, girlfriend. You. Love you. Okay, so do you have anything else you wanna? Okay. Give me a hug. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Goodness, you just had that wisdom just coming from you. I just love it. All right, closing out here. Bye. Oh, Pam says, you deserve to put yourself first. Everyone benefits when you put yourself first. Yeah, babe. That is, that is it. Oh, bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you love
loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. Cheers to you for seeking truth.